0: Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Hey guys, let's face it. We're not the spry youngsters we once were. Long gone are the days when you had 32-inch waists, a tuft of hair, and dreams of taking on the world. But life doesn't slow down. It keeps going. Work, home projects, kids' sports, maybe a round of golf or two if you're lucky. It's tough to find the energy to do the things that we want to do, let alone the things we have to do. That's why I urge you to check out M-Drive Start. M-Drive Start is a premium protein powder packed with seven clinically tested ingredients that support energy, strength, and drive, and six premium protein sources for optimal recovery and digestion. Every year it becomes more obvious that we're getting older, but that doesn't necessarily mean we want to slow down. Instead, prioritize taking care of your health. Get Start at mdriveformen.com. That's mdriveformen.com. Use coupon code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, for 10% off your first order. That's coupon code ZABE. You get 10% off your first order, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. M drive start. Check it out and regain that spring in your step. Now, if I could only get that tuft of hair back.
1: It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed, and that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
0: Today on the ZabeCast, Andy Pollen joins me to ponder the notion of Coach K as the Final Four Cinderella, and why four teams this year had stretches where they played like absolute ass. We also talk about the slap heard around the world, random Twitter trolls, and the Branch Cavidians are even worse than before. Your thirty-five minute dose of pure B is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Tuesday, March 29, 2022, thank you for downloading. Before we get to Andy, a couple of emails to follow up and backfill for things that we had talked about previously. Talked about the different options of casino games and how I knew they couldn't be good for the gambler. Well, I have heard from the felt father himself, the mystery man that works in the casino industry who knows all. And he explained as follows on roulette Zabe, you were right when you ran from the triple zero roulette game. First of all, stay away from roulette in general of all the table games. It's one of the worst in terms of odds in favor of the house. A single zero roulette wheel has a 2.7% house advantage. By the way, I haven't seen one of those in forever. Secondly, he says a double zero has a 5.2%, triple zero, a whopping 7.6% house advantage. Wow. Craps and crapless craps. See, when they make everything the point, craps are considered two, three, 11, and 12. And they normally are not points that you try to hit once you roll the come out roll. It's. If you know craps, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you're totally confused. I was that way until I started playing a little bit of craps, and even my feeble, mathematic mind kind of got my head around it. Anyway, he says, at first, you would think it's it's not that big a difference for the mere pass line better. You're just betting the pass line. Do you hit the point? Not hit the point. You're not playing the exotics. However, he says, if the 2, 3, or 12 roll on the come out roll, you don't lose. But if the 11 rolls, you don't win. And if the 2, 3, 11, or 12 are the point, you're probably going to lose. Craps overall has about a 1.4% house advantage. It's the best odds for the player in the casino. So I've been told, however, you need to back your bet on the pass line with the odds. And that takes a pretty big bankroll unless you're playing a very low-level or low-limit craps table. Crapless overall has an advantage of 5.3%, so it jumps up big time. Field bets are a 5.5% house advantage. They're a bad bet, although I've seen them hit like crazy before, and stay away from the center action as well entirely. Hard ways are a 2.7 house advantage. Any craps an 11% house advantage, and any seven a 16% house advantage. Oh yeah, there's so many crazy bets in there, and they basically all suck. Blackjack, Zabe, if you were at a three to two game, meaning three to two payouts for blackjacks, that is two decks, you were on a great game, he says. I think I was. Especially if you can double after you split, and if you can double on any two cards. I think you did have the ability to double on any two cards, and I saw people doubling on any two cards. Most places will only let you double on 10 or 11 in a double deck game. Uh, They would not let me double down after splitting. I used to be able to play that way. I remember playing that way at the Main Street Station Casino circa 1997. Sounds about right. 97 back with my high school buddies who used to go out to Vegas, and we would stay downtown at the Main Street Station, very cheap, And we play very low-level blackjack. And the deal was, if you got 21 blackjacks in the span of 24 hours, they would give you this satin black jacket that said Main Street Station Casino and, like, blackjack on it. And I remember my boy Brad Bauer was obsessed with getting that jacket. And I think one year he got the jacket. That was a long time ago. I don't even think Main Street Station is that good anymore. Anyhow, he says, if you play perfect basic strategy on that game, the house has about a 0.5% advantage. I don't think I played perfectly, but I played a good solid basic strategy. If you hit soft 17, or if the dealer has to hit soft 17, that's an additional 0.2% house advantage. Uh, Blackjack paying 6-5 to is a huge additional house advantage of 1.3%. So that's where they really get you something. P.S. on the blonde 40-something you saw, if I had to put my money on it, I would say that she was she has a gambling problem. She was probably a local who had snuck out and her husband had figured out that she was in the casino again. I've seen this happen more than any other explanation, like a wife finding a husband in a bar when he's supposed to be somewhere else. Well, we found out. Uh, my boy Big Mike sat next to her and chatted her up, and her husband actually came down uh, to stand beside them or behind them. and basically he she just has an abusive husband who gives her money to gamble with, but then when he's done and he wants her to come to her the room with her, he treats her like total shit right in front of everybody else and thinks nothing of it. That's apparently their relationship. Who am I to judge? You just did judge. okay, whatever. Uh, A couple other emails here. This one from Craig Scherzer, my man in Kansas City, Missouri, regarding Formula One. Zabe, you've got to give it a shot. I had absolutely zero interest in in F1 racing before watching the documentary, but I heard the Barstool guys raving about it, so I figured I would give it a try. It's awesome. Some great characters in the whole racing circuit. Easy to plow through episodes because they're only 40 minutes long. And the sights and sound editing is A-plus from the production team. Last season could not have ended in a more dramatic fashion. At the very least, you should watch episodes 9 and 10 from the most recent season. But I would strongly encourage starting from the beginning. One last ad. This is the same production team from Netflix that is going to feature the PGA Tour. Yes, that I'm going to be all into. So you should at least wet your whistle to see how freaking awesome that's going to be. I know, I know. Too many shows to watch and not enough time, but trust me on this one, Craig Scherzer. I will watch it. I will watch Drive to Survive, if nothing else for the production value. The super slow-mos and the beautiful shallow depth of field and the rich color-graded footage. Tom Carley writes to say, Zabe, I almost did not send this, as I know you're just getting back in the swing of things, but I thought a couple things stood out. Number one, I am 53, and I have not watched a race since Mario Andretti drove the John Player Special. I had the Matchbox car of that car through the streets of Long Beach until last summer when the girl I began dating post-divorce his nephew turned me on to the Netflix series that you mentioned once you know the teams it's much like an HBO 24 7 where you get to know the people I began watching races last summer and the series actually was decided on the final lap I'm still not a super fan by any means however something happened Sunday that were, were not hit on in the show number one the cars are very expensive and the one driver who had wrecked last week in practice literally could not race Because if he had wrecked his car, he would not have a car to race in the next race as the cars take time to prepare. This would be like somebody saying Barry Bonds can't play today because if he breaks a bat, we can't get him a replacement. Yeah, but those cars are like a million bucks a copy, right? Maybe more. Number two, there was some sort of terrorist attack on an oil field about 10 miles from the track causing a huge fire. The race was still held without even mentioning what might have happened. Well, of course not. It's Saudi Arabia. You think they're going to promote that? Number three, the guys do not drive with feet. They use their thumbs to use the clutch, the brake, and the accelerator. Uh, Fascinating to me. Yes, I knew that. Uh, Number four, the pit stop changes tires in four seconds. I would pay extra to have my tires changed like this instead of the three hours I spent at a Goodyear store. And then he says, I do not understand many aspects of the sport, like why some teams pit every 20 laps and make one stop the entire race. But as far as it is visually, it's great TV on a Sunday morning when rain cancels my weekly 7.47 a.m. tea time. P.S. on travel habits, get this. I really try to minimize stress in packing and travel. That being said, I do not pack toiletries. Instead, I just hit up a local Walgreens when I land to buy what is needed, toothpaste, razors, et cetera. Then I just leave them when I leave. That seems like more work. You're like, all right, I just landed, I'm really tired, I gotta get to the hotel, shit, I gotta go to a, a Walgreens. With TSA, it's just easier. Also, my girlfriend and her family are the opposite. They pack coffee, liquor, etc. I was absolutely amazed when I traveled with them last fall. I usually just buy a bottle of Maker's Mark for the room what I do not finish, I am sure, is a nice gift for the maid. Love the show, Tom Carley. Well, I, do you think maids take home open bottles of hard liquor and willingly drink them, not knowing what could be spiked in there? I, I would not, no matter how good the brown juice may be. Okay, that's you know what? I don't need any more on F1. I got it. I'm going to watch the show. But as far as... Travel hacks or travel oddities? Oh, I want more of that. Because now I'm fascinated. I'm like, oh, wow, you don't even bring toiletries, huh? That's ballsy right there. Actually, while I'm on travel, real quick, before we get to Andy, I was lugging my golf bag through the airport and onto the cabs, and I was like, God, why am I got such a small cab again? Can we fit it in this goddamn Corolla? And I thought, I go, why do I need a whole... Huge bag. I need a light, strong cylinder with dividers. That's it. When I travel for my golf bag, I don't need a pocket for my gloves or a rain suit or anything like that. If I'm going to travel a rain suit, I mean, what do I need? I need a glove. I need a couple sleeves of balls. I can pack those in my suitcase. I can travel wearing My nubby golf shoes, that'd be a pretty good travel hack right there. And, or I could even play in sneakers. It's not like I'm, you know, generating such torque that it's going to matter. But I could, all I need is a cylinder. And I'm thinking, how big of a cylinder do I need? Maybe nine inches across, max. And that would probably encase all 14 of my clubs. Maybe I'm thinking. And, I don't know, do I need a set of wheels? I mean, if it's just a cylinder, and I'm thinking like a big cardboard tube, you know what I'm talking about? I know that they make hard shell golf travel cases that are slimmer than your big old bags, your big old, you know, zippered, pocketed bags. But I'm thinking like a a hard cardboard, lightweight tube, about nine inches round, with enough dividers Just jam the clubs in there. No balls, no sunscreen. Pack that shit elsewhere. And that's my travel bag, Uh, my golf thing. I probably put a strap on it or just you could pack the strap inside the tube, have two hooks, and then just sling it over your shoulder. Be lightweight, wouldn't take up much space. Would it look stupid on the golf course? Yes, it would. Would anyone care? Fuck no. If anybody knows of any very slim minimalist travel golf bag, I'm all ears. All right, let's see what Andy Poland has to say about the slap heard round the world. Hello. Hello, Andy. It is a thousand takes being launched from this one incident Will Smith. Where do you stand? On, as I'm calling it, the slap heard round the world.
2: I think it was real. Uh, there are, I guess, seems to be divided that there are some who think it was staged. It did
0: not look that late to me. I think it but. was pseudo worked. In other words, I think at some point in the night, the two of them said, I think, you know, they said, uh, I'm going to come at you with something. And then you can come at me to create a little bit of tension. They may not have known it would end up in a slap, but I think at least it was probably set up. Otherwise, where was security? Okay,
2: but what was the motivation for either one to do that?
0: Attention, it's Hollywood. Sizzle, it's Hollywood. Increase ratings for a moribund franchise, Andy. Well, okay. That's the reason.
2: Do they get a cut of that? Are they invested in the Oscars telecast? They
0: don't get a cut, Andy, but this is their industry. Their industry is dying. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it'll never yeah. fully die, but it's in severe decline, and I think they were like, let's put a shot into this. I think it's plausible. I'm not saying I'm convinced. I'm just saying there's enough fishy about it that I wouldn't put it past them. It's Hollywood. That's the bottom line. I understand,
2: but it's not like this is a WWE production that they're not all working for Vince McMahon. Here. I know, I know. Uh, I, I, I see this as you know Will Smith comes off as an ass, and so does Chris Rock to some degree because uh, Jada Pinkett has alopecia. You know, this that's that's, uh, that's treading
0: on ice that's yeah. not uh, too thick. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know what it is ultimately. It's bald shaming. <laughs> As a bald American, Andy, it is once again a reminder that there is no more horrific fate in the eyes of the attractive populace, the the privileged amongst us like you that have hair. There is nothing worse than being bald. She doesn't have cancer. She doesn't have some other disease she's not going to live from. She's just lost her hair. Who cares, Andy? It's just hair. Bald shaving. Well,
2: yeah, but I mean, there are some men who became sex symbol symbols with baldness, uh, among them, Yule <laughs> Brenner, who was an original.
0: Don't sell me Yule Brenner. <laughs> do not send me the Jewish god, Yule Brenner. He's not Jewish, I don't think. No, Yule Brenner's not Jewish. Uh, let me look
2: that up. I'm not sure about that. Okay. But uh, While uh, you do
0: that, I want to recall what I think is one of the most famous slaps. In pop culture history, it was when David Schultz slapped news reporter John Stossel. Schultz Mm -hmm. was a wrestler. Remember this Mm -hmm. thing? I remember seeing it. Oh, yeah. 1988. Stossel was asking. He was doing a piece on pro wrestling. And he Mm -hmm. said, well, you know, what do you say to people that think this is fake? And then Schultz just up and bear slaps him right upside the head once. And then a second time and knocks him to the ground. Here we go. violence in the wrestling ring led to this real-life brutality. I think this is fake. You think it's fake? Is
2: that fake? Huh? What the hell's wrong with you? That's open-hand slap, huh?
1: You think it's fake? What do you mean?
0: I believe that Stossel sued for hearing damage after that. I, I think that's true. And, and that was one of those that really wasn't necessary. I
2: mean, if well, that's a yeah, sport where you look at it and you go, if if you don't want to believe it's it's fake, that's fine. If you want to believe it's fake, you're probably not watching it. But right. do, are you are you how many people are you going to enlighten? But by, yeah. by exposing yeah. professional wrestling, by the way, you'll Brenner, one quarter Jewish. Only ah, quarter Jewish one
0: quarter. It. Do you claim him then at one quarter? No. OK, no. <laughs> you're like, no. What about half? Do you claim him at half? Not, you know, I mean, he's, he, what is
2: he negotiating for? If he's negotiating for the Jewish Hall of Fame, he's not getting in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Yule Brenner, Telly Savalas. Yep. We've got uh, uh, the guy from Star Trek, uh, the, oh, yeah. the new generation of Star Trek. Right, right. It's Patrick not, something. Yeah. Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not many people. Society, well, you know, beautiful society, and that's what Hollywood is. Beautiful society hates baldness.
2: Well, yeah, I'll tell you who, who really was the first African American guy who I remember embracing this, and that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yes. who in, in the '70s started to have like a little yarmulke effect in the, the back of his head, the horseshoe
0: effect, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: but the, the ball, and Get so the... he just <laughs> he, he just shaved it clean, and suddenly that became the thing to do for mm-hmm. African American men who are losing their hair. But I remember a guy who played in the early 70s, mid-70s, uh, named Slick Watts, uh, oh, yeah. who played for, for Seattle. And I don't know whether he had uh, like something like alopecia or he just shaved it, but he actually would wear a headband around his head With a shaved head, which was a really unusual look at that time. It was.
0: It very much so was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think it's like, let's say that I did not know at the time that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was actually uh, unable to grow hair Mm because of this alopecia. I thought that was her style. I thought it was a bold style of, hey, I don't need hair. So Mm -hmm. let's say the same joke was made of a woman who chose to have no hair. Would that have been acceptable?
2: Uh, you know, again, I, I thought <laughs> what he said was was some. I didn't think it was such a horrible joke. Let's no, put it that way. No, because because he was, and he was referencing a movie that I think is close to thirty years old.
0: Uh, he was, was also a- referencing a woman in Demi Moore, who, despite being bald in that movie, was still stunningly hot. Yeah,
2: well, and you know, Jada Pinkett fits that category. I
0: think too. she's quite hot as well. But what I, you know, what complicates it is that you know she proclaimed her infidelity on a broadcast, and Mm -hmm. then said she convinced Will Smith into a, quote, open marriage. That's kind of emasculating right there. So suddenly he's going to defend her honor? I mean, get the fuck out of here.
2: And Chris Rock was supposedly a participant in that open marriage.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I did not know that. Andy dropping some knowledge on me. All right, that said, you the king of the summer 11 a.m. matinee in the nice, Mm -hmm. cool theater. Right. Are you at least uh, encouraged that maybe Hollywood will start ramping up fully this year? It's been a bad two years for movies.
2: Yeah, it has been. Um, I, I did see, uh, I have seen a couple of movies since the pandemic started, and uh, one of them is really worth it, West Side Story, in, in a big theater. Um, the other movies, most of the other movies that were nominated because I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA, they send them to me oh, on humble, DVD. Humble Humble brag. Mm-hmm. You're well, still you're I,
0: still a member because your new station, uh, yeah. the Sports Capital, six thirty a.m. is is mm-hmm. also a union shop, right? Right,
2: right, right. I've been I've been a, a continual member of oh, uh, lucky well, first son it was of a
0: bitch. first first
2: was AFTRA, and then they merged with SAG. I want to thank Ken Howard, the White Shower at Shadow, for making that happen, and uh, <laughs> and and so I've been a member since nineteen eighty seven continuously.
0: So wow. It's good. So the so the new so your new station is still sag after. You still on that Sweet Health plan?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh
0: my god. It's yeah, absolutely. So cheap. It's the best health care plan I've ever seen. Fantastic.
2: And I got a pension. It's it's very good. All good.
0: Can you get me at
1: that station?
2: uh i've tried it doesn't seem to be going anywhere yeah where did
0: that go by the way i pitched that to your boy and it just literally went nowhere not even a follow-up call of hey you know what thanks i was really intriguing you know we love you and andy but i'm not sure we have a plan for it right now nothing yeah
2: I, I, I don't hear much either. I just I just come in, I, I stay in my lane, I use the cheap health plan and I go home. I know,
0: I know. I d I didn't even put a price on our, our project. I just said oh, I don't they're I like, Well, what are you looking for? And I go, look, <laughs> I don't know what it's worth. Let's figure out what it's worth. And I never heard back. So. Oh well. All right. That said, let's uh let's get into it here. I got two big things I want to talk to you today about and then a couple of smaller things. Big thing number one is, of course, Coach K and Duke in the Final Four and Carolina playing them in the tournament for the first time ever. Big thing number two is the rights to the commanders going Mm -hmm. away from our former station to a new entity in town, of which I've been told what it is, although I don't know if I can report it here. Uh, But let's start with the Final Four. I said that this is essentially that, that Duke has become a Cinderella in this Final Four which is an odd thing, that the mm-hmm. sentimental favorite is Duke, despite the fact they are U.S. Steel, they are the government, they are the overlord in most cases. Am I wrong?
2: No, I don't think you're wrong. And and it, it, it flipped totally on one game, which probably helped both teams. Carolina was, they, they weren't a lock to get in the tournament no. if, if they lost that game to Duke, and that seemed to turn their season around. And Duke, which has all these future pros on it, uh, they needed a slap in the face to wake them up. And although they did play poorly and lost to Virginia Tech in the ACC final, uh, they've been a better team since that, that game happened, and they're gaining momentum through the tournament. And That's you know that's the way it is now in college basketball, where you're essentially putting together a new team every year at the beginning of the year. Right. So by the time you get to March, they're just learning how to play together.
0: How, and- how, how about all the different bad results? Uh like there was a 0 for three stretch uh for I believe uh, Villanova at one point. They were getting drilled by twenty points a game. They had thirty six in the game against Baylor this year, Villanova. And they're in the final four now. Oh hold hold on a second, Andy. Hold on. I'm 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 really an idiot right here. I went to my phone to go uh, look something up. You you with me now? I'm back. Yep, okay, I'm with sorry. you. Go <laughs> ahead. Well, I, I unplugged it from the roadcaster. I'm such a moron. Okay, no. go ahead. But, but I mean, to,
2: to some degree, this has been happening for a long time. I mean, you, you look at, uh, like, for example, NC State, when they won in 1983. They went through injuries. That was part of it. But they also went through a bad stretch. And in those days, the tournament was only 48 teams. They had to win the ACC tournament and had a couple of close calls doing it. Right. But once they got into the NCAA's, they just yeah. found a way to win, and mm-hmm. they went all the way. You know, would that happen again if they had another opportunity to do that? Hell no. They could have gone out in the first round to Pepperdine, but you know, it's it's when you get hot, it's when you start to play well, and if you do it in late March, <laughs> you got a chance to win a national
0: championship. Kansas went zero for four in the Big Twelve in the state of Texas. They got mm-hmm. blown away at home by Kentucky. Duke lost three ACC games at Cameron, and they got drilled by Virginia Tech by 15 in the conference tournament. Then they took back-to-back drubbing, or Villanova took back-to-back drubbings in December, 57-36 to Baylor and 79-59 to Creighton. They lost to Marquette twice this year. Uh, Meanwhile, North Carolina lost by double digits in the following games, by 17 to Tennessee by 20 to Duke, by 22 to Wake, by 28 to Miami, and by 29 to Kentucky. They're all Final Four teams. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. The the story of St. Peter's, how do you put that into perspective and where does it rank amongst uh, long-shot tournament Cinderella teams?
2: You know, some have said that this is bigger than George Mason. Um, and it may be even though they didn't get to the final four. Mason was an
0: 11 seed, if I recall.
2: Mason was an 11, and they got in as an at-large, and there was
0: controversy about that. They, right. Billy, they, Packer, they were in the, Billy Packer ripped it, if I recall.
2: It might have been Packer, but there were others. There were certainly others that did that,
0: and, and
2: uh, I think it was Wichita State that they lost to in the tournament. And many thought that they should not get in. But once they got rolling, they beat all Blue Bloods along the way. They beat Michigan State. They beat North Carolina. They, they beat uh, Connecticut to yeah. get to the Final Four. And 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 something else about them that helped, too, they, they were considered to be such a long shot that by the time they put together the Elite Eight, they thought, ah, well, Mason's in this bracket, but there's no chance they get there. And they wind up playing in their backyard at the what's now called Capital One Arena. Right. So that that helped them, too. But that wasn't the reason they won. I mean, they they had obviously a great coach, Jim Laranaga, who's now done great things with Miami. And they got there. But their their situation as a school is a lot different than St. Peter's. I mean, they are really they have, um, for example, the, the, the offices that they work out of were flooded. Uh, they 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 work at a, a high school gym uh, that they have to like travel 15 minutes to to, to practice every day. Right. Uh, um, they say that in the visiting locker room, sometimes the swim team has to go through there to get to their practice facility. Oh, and and they they couldn't take their cheerleaders with them on the road because they didn't qualify as having enough. They only have four cheerleaders. Oh, and therefore they, my they couldn't get. God. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Funny. that could be the all-time Cinderella. I, I really do. I mean, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's a different year because of COVID and guys stay longer and you got all these six-year players and everything. But I think that if you look at the history of the tournament, I don't think there's been anything like this before. Yeah,
0: The ball is round, the rim is 10 feet off the ground, yeah. and the game is 40 minutes and it, has, it knows nothing of any of this. That's yeah. the beauty of basketball. That's the beauty of the college game. Okay. Uh, so, who are you picking in the final four? Are you rooting against Duke? I would assume you are as a Maryland fan. You have to. Be.
2: Yeah. You know, I think there'd, there'd be some cool symmetry here. I mean, it looks like with uh, Villanova losing their second leading scorer, this kid Moore from uh, from DeMatha, right. that they're going to be, you know, they're only playing six players as it is. And so now they're down to five, and they've got to play Kansas. So, I like Kansas to get to the final four. And I think Duke will win against North Carolina, even though they lost the last time they handled them pretty well first time. And I think that they've got a lot of confidence now and, and they'll beat them. If Shashevsky beats Kansas, that will bookend his first national title, which he won in 1991 against Kansas. So that would be, talk about a a farewell. Yeah. It would be memorable. That would be it. That would
0: certainly be it.
1: Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car, like cooking, but without the frozen dinner, easy way out eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs or a German luxury car that's as complicated as Oma's Rouladen, to cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's move to the other big thing, which is uh, the longtime home of the Washington Redskins slash football team slash commanders. Uh, team 980, our former station, announced last week that they are out. They will no longer be partners with the the team. Uh, they're going to another signal in town, which I understand is one of the best FM sticks around. Uh, but it's got no supporting programming like a sports radio station. It's a standalone FM, essentially, that has no sports attached to it. What's going on here, and why did our guy Sheehan imply in his statement Uh, on the day that they announced this, that it was because they needed to have free and clear objectivity about the team.
2: I haven't talked to Kevin about this, but but I'm guessing he just threw that in the pile on. I don't think that was a part of the decision because – As you and I know, uh, when the station was owned by Dan Snyder and the commanders slash whatever they were, Redskins at the time, uh, there really wasn't much interference with us. We were allowed to say what we wanted to say. So I I don't think that was a factor. I, I think it was just a matter of this is now Jason Wright negotiating his first deal, and he probably came to the table with a number that's not realistic anymore. And as I understand it, um, at least the agreement that the, our stations have had is we don't we don't pay any money, uh, but but we also don't get any money. It's right. all done by the team. So this it's like here, been-
0: you carry your games on our station, you sell it to the moon and keep all of it, but we're not going to play this game of we buy it, then we sell it, and hopefully right. we sell enough to make our money back. There were years that you know the the Redskins, 20 years ago on JFK lost money because they wanted too much and they got too much.
2: Well, I I remember this, that that, uh, our station, which launched on 570 in 1992, launched with the rights that had been taken away from an and That was a big deal. And Oh, my God, they are serious. And we had them for three years, and we went to the team at the end of the three-year deal, and we said, no, we're not going to bid anymore. They went, What? What, what were you they?
0: Do were pick? they? They were stunned when you did that.
2: Oh yeah, and, and so they they chopped it over to JFK. And at the time, they were owned by CBS, and CBS was doing that with their stations across the country. But uh, I believe they paid ten million dollars a year, which you know, even twenty five years ago was was a bad deal, right. and now it's it's a horrendous deal. So they may have found somebody to go to, but uh, they now need. What they call a shoulder programming, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. and, <laughs> and, right.
0: and, Pre, post, and, and maybe a segment during yeah. the week to remind right. people we're the new home of the Commanders.
2: Right, and if they're going to a station that plays, you know, let's say adult hits, uh, how much of uh, that programming are they going to get? I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. On the stadium front, uh, today it was announced that New York State would kick in a yeah. big chunk of money for a new Bill Stadium. One point four billion is the project. Tight, you know, the, the overall cost, uh, the bills are on the hook for about a third of it, I want to say. I think New York State said they'd give 180, $840 million. And, and it's going to be a smallish stadium. It's not going to be super fancy bells and whistles. They have no delusions of hosting the Super Bowl, which most NFL cities, when they build a new stadium, they aim to host the Super Bowl, right?
2: Well, they did for a while, but it seems like it's going in the other direction. And wherever the commander's stadium is going to be built, I'm hearing it's like sixty five thousand. So I don't think they're gonna be in the ballpark for that either. All I right. think But it's uh, if, yeah.
0: if the Bills stadium costs one point four or will right. and it's a pretty straightforward football stadium, nothing super fancy, what do you think Snyder's new yard is gonna cost? And the the price is only gonna go up the longer this delay happens. And he's nowhere close to having financing.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, is he going to do what Stan Kroenke did? I don't think he's got that kind of money. Kroenke built his own palace for like $5 billion.
0: Agreed. Um, And I believe that there's a, a proposal in the Virginia legislature to do something to provide, you know, some sort of money for a stadium in Loudoun County. But there's already a politician saying, if we do this, there has to be an amendment that says Snyder must have resolved any and all claims of sexual harassment. (laughs) <laughs> against him and the team before this money becomes unlocked, and I'm thinking, well, that'll never happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, there are more things that are going to pop up. Yeah. I mean, right now they're battling one, but there'll be there'll be more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the realistic end of this is is that they build a new stadium in Landover. It'll be closer to the Morgan Boulevard uh, metro stop. It'll be sixty five thousand and uh that's that's what it'll be. It it's okay. it's staying in Landover. He owns the land there. That's what Maryland wants him to do. I think Dude, that's I don't want bat. it in I don't want it in Dumfries. <laughs> no. I, I no. So yeah. you know, it is what it is. I think
0: it's a matter of time until they surrender and say, you know what? It's gonna be right where it was now. Right where it is already. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. It's the best we can do. Meanwhile, every now and then I see guys on Twitter that I think Is this person real or is it a bot? Is this thing real or is it a burner account? There's a guy by the name of Chris Gregory who goes by at VA history buff who came at you, Andy, taunting you with, didn't you used to be on the radio? (laughs) That was his first salvo, right? Yeah. And you reminded him, yes, I'm still on the radio at 6:30 uh, a.m. or at ESPN 6:30 DC, okay? Yeah. Then he says, "I always thought you were pretty good until you decided <laughs> Dan Snyder was evil. He I, isn't. The yeah. NFL yeah. is really freaking hard. We have won the NFC East 3 <laughs> times in 10 years. We are pretty young and talented. Dan is trying to build a stadium pretty simple."
2: Well, you know, I, the chain reaction of Twitter is always fun. This guy has yes. 20 followers, so 20 he, gets followers. No, yes. he, gets, he gets no attention. So by me responding to this stupidity, that allowed my followers, which you know I don't have a billion, but I've got some. They, they would they attack? Go to attack? To attack, and it was like a school of piranhas, and then he's <laughs> battling them off, and then he's, then he likes this. So he continues to engage me, hoping that I will have more responses. But this was an alka seltzer tablet that you actually dropped in the water when you sent me a link to somebody oh,
0: who was the weed, defending the use of thing. the word "we." Yes, yeah. exactly. And it was <laughs> yeah. the eternal debate. And and then somebody pointed out, yeah, but Zabe with Snyder, do you really want to call yourself a we? And I thought that was me. That was me. Okay, I you me that. said that yeah. right. And and honestly, that's a very good point, Andy. Because yeah. You, you only want to say we as a fan of a team, and I'm on team we, as you know. You're mm-hmm. on team they. But right. I, I only want to use we when your team is in relative good standing in the you know social ecosystem of the NFL, and Dan Snyder is not. So it's a tough we right now if oh, yeah. you're a Commander fan. It's a tough we.
2: And I always felt it's disrespectful to the players. I know that that the guys we know like Brian Mitchell and Doc Walker and Joe Jacoby, they played. They bled. They sweated. They played hurt. Uh we just watched. We weren't good enough. Yeah. And uh and and I said, I also qualified that if you your school is is playing, even though you didn't play on the football team or the basketball team, you can say we because you're a member yeah. of the stir we're a member yeah. of the student body and the
0: athletes were too. I know you go by a stricter code than I typically do, but yeah. that, then there's the element of some people think you know, here's another thing you think you think you shouldn't trash a coach or a player on the air. And then if you interview them, shy away from what you have said previously right. and that you should be forward with them and say, well, you know, coach, I've right. said you make terrible in-game decisions. Exactly.
2: Yeah, because I don't like the room approach where he goes, you know, his big takes and then he has him on and does kissy face with him.
0: Okay, see, here's what I don't get. Why do you have to then come to the table with the guy about this if you're not talking to the guy about this?
2: Because if you're going to have him on with an interview, you want to have him answer the things that you have said on the air. And uh, he's but it's just an
0: opinion. If I think he's, he sucks on third downs, why do I have to bring that up? He's, it's he's just he's my wel- opinion. Cause he's welcome to say,
2: well, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You never put on a jock and that's fine, but, but you can't be a one way street. And, and then, you know, that nothing makes me more sick when I hear Rome doing his, his suck ups with some of these, these people. I don't listen right. to them very often, but, and, and so that, that's why I do it. I do it with honesty. And uh, what about know,
0: I, uh, what about though? Here, here's another version. Uh, Drew Olson on our mm-hmm. station insists that he thinks if you call out somebody, a player or coach, on on social media, you should at them
2: always. Mm, I don't know. I, I I don't know the code of social media well that, enough. That, no, but this. that's what he
0: believes. He's like, okay, what what are you what are you not? Are you afraid to at this guy that you're criticizing? And okay, my response I, is my response is because I don't I don't believe in that at all. I go. No, I'm not trying to provoke this guy. I'm just making a comment on player A or coach B in the public square for my listeners. My tweet yeah. is my opinion for my followers to know where I stand. It's not to alert the guy, hey, quarterback X, yeah. you suck, and I'm going to at you. But Drew firmly believes no. that you no, that, owe it to insult. them. To, nah. to To use the Twitter platform's features to at that person so they know you thinks they suck.
2: No, I, I agree with you more because, as you have often said, Twitter is a 280-character rock fight. <laughs> and you really need to draw these athletes into that. Now, I don't think you do that. But as far as, as, as facing the person, uh, when columnists were the biggest deal in our business, the code was, if you rip a guy in print, you show up in the locker room the next day and show your face. That that's a, that was a code that, that you followed, and I agree with that.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, then there's this. The Savannah Bananas used a rule last night in a game that if a fan were to catch a foul ball, the batter would be out. I can personally attest <laughs> that Here it to is. save probably five
2: or six would have been hits. <laughs> Yeah, Just loop shots over second that he's there to catch every time, which is definitely something cool to see. Catch it? Stay in here. Oh, that one's caught. It's out number three. <laughs> How about that? Zach Wellen pops out to the crowd for the second time in his banana ball career. <laughs> the
1: first foul ball caught.
0: And they bring the fan out onto the field. Uh, do yeah. we need more rules like this in baseball? That's good.
2: That's good for minor league. I wouldn't have it in major leagues. But uh, someone your mother actually may remember uh, from his days with the Brooklyn Dodgers, the late great Rex Barney uh, became the public address announcer for the Orioles for a number of years. And when a fan would catch a foul ball, he would say, give that fan a contract.
0: That's right. (laughs) Well, I guess (laughs) I I didn't know that you could alter the rules of baseball at the low minor league level to that extent.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess you can. Minor league baseball is a shell of what it used to be, so they'll probably let like you do whatever you
0: want. I guess. I mean, would the other team consent to this? Like, no. Mm-hmm. This not a fucking out. What are you talking about? Yeah, even I though it's know. even though it's a ball, we're trying to make it to the bigs yeah. here. This is bullshit. That's going on my batting average. That foul ball like, out. Well, also the,
2: the the visiting team, it would behoove the fan to drop the ball, right? That's true. They, It'd, yeah. be,
0: it'd be an unfair home, for home field advantage. But yeah. I guess if, you, if the whole league had it, then at least it's equitable. But apparently yeah. only the Savannah Bananas, great name, has it. And then lastly, Andy, Kevin Burkhart is your new mm-hmm. number one voice of Fox NFL football. Joe Buck off to ESPN, and so Burkhart gets the number one chair. He's very good. He will give Fox equivalent production at half the price of buck if not more this is a great move right
2: i this this is the test case of well you know you don't even really need a test case but you know do you really need one of these guys to have great ratings i don't no. think the ratings will be affected one, one bit. bit
0: no yeah, not at all
2: and, and and yeah i mean you're about half the price buck was reportedly offered 12 million I gotta figure Burkhardt's like three or four. Plus he does everything else. He does college basketball studio stuff. He does yeah. baseball studio stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean it makes a lot more sense. Seems like a good guy, but he's terrible he for our business. You know why? Because like as stuff. recently no, as recently as two thousand four, he was selling cars. Yeah. Trying to make a break into sports casting. Now everyone's gonna see this story and think, Ooh, ooh, I want to do the same. When in reality He's got a good TV look, he's got a good voice, and he's good at doing the job. It's a one-in-a-million thing.
2: I I actually did some work with him. There was like a uh, semi-local version of Around the Horn. And uh, he was the New York guy. And Brian Mitchell and I spit the uh, Washington, D.C. duties. He's a, he's a very good guy. I like him very much.
0: All right. Do you want, I know you don't do Christmas cards because you're Jewish, but it's a perfect Christmas card. You want the Christmas card of all the NFL coaches in their Hawaiian shirts at the <laughs> owners meetings. It's always one of my favorite photos of the year. I don't know why that is.
2: Yeah, yeah. Belichick was wearing a shirt. Didn't really look Hawaiian, but really looked ridiculous. Well, it's it's
0: like <laughs> casual suits, casual shirts at the annual winter owners meetings this time in Florida. Mm. All right, Andy. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you. We'll chat next week. All right, Zeke. Take care. We'll end on this today. The branch COVIDians are in worse mental shape, I think, than ever. I see these things on social media, and I think, is that real? Then I look some more, and I look at it again, I look at the person's previous tweets, and I go, yeah, no, this is a real person. And they really are this way. Somebody was bragging and took a photo of them rocking a full-on respirator in the grocery store because they said, nobody's wearing masks anymore. And I'm like, wow, really? And then there was Kathy Griffin, celebrity Kathy Griffin, who, yes, is recovering Or has recovered from cancer. But that said, she took a picture of herself, arms flexed, her little skinny woman arms. And she said, fourth booster, fuckers. Plus, CVS gave us eight free COVID tests as incentive. She was bragging about it. People were just like so... I don't know if you're in a good place mentally. You're bragging about getting a fourth booster shot and then a bunch of tests for something that, wait, isn't the vaccine supposed to protect you? How many more will she get? People are saying, wait, is that four boosters or the original two shots plus two? Like, how do you even count at this point? What's a booster versus what was the initial series of a one and a two? And is there an outer limit that even counts The Kathy Griffins of the world would say, you know what? I probably have had enough of this good old MRNA. Oh, by the way, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you should check out the data from both South Korea and from the UK. Cases going back up again. They've got people dying. And they're vaccinated people dying. Both countries very heavily vaccinated, 80% plus plus. And yet something's going on. Do you think the media is going to report on it? No! There's a war to cover. You think they're going to dig in to go, hmm, what's going on here? Word is that the MRNA technology, which produces the fake spike protein that then triggers the temporary immune response, doesn't do a good job at providing the whole immune response to the entire virus itself. And so... That's apparently causing a problem in some people in their immune systems that uh, the, the spike protein alone is not doing the trick. I don't know the answers. All I know is, look at the data, and you tell me if this thing is over. And if it's not over, why isn't it over when those in charge said, if you just take this shot, and another, and another, and another, then it'll all be over. Always ask questions, people. Always ask questions. All right, before we end tonight, new feature. It's called Who Do I Like Tonight? Who do I like tonight.com brought to you by my friends at mybookie.com. The Who Do I Like not a real site, but it should be. Uh MyBookie.com, get your account, get that sweet action, use promo code Zabe. I like the Bulls tonight minus five at the Knicks. Knicks are fourteen and twenty two against the number this year. And they're also last in point paints. Point paints? Point paint paint points. Did I say point paints? I did. I typed that out. <laughs> They're last in paint points and bottom five and assist to uh, turnover ratio. I'll take the Bulls minus five. We'll see how I did. I would give you a pick ahead of time, but they don't really publish lines until the day of. So we'll just have to track my picks. Uh, in the rearview mirror, go to mybookie.com, use promo code ZAPE. Thank you for downloading. Please badger a friend uh, that works with you or someone you know about the absolute spoken word brilliance of this podcast. Remember to subscribe for full 1% status, only five measly bucks a month, and you'll get 12 months for the price of 11 when you sign up for a year. I'd say it only costs as much as a gallon of gas per month, but, you know, not a good selling point since everyone's pissed off about paying that much for gas. That said, I thank each and every one of you for your patronage. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will all see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no
2: Almost 3 million gallons of water will have flowed over the deck at Niagara Falls. And when that deck needs to be protected from all that water, it's sealed with America's recognized brand in water protection. Thompson's Water Seal. Oh look, another 100,000 gallons. Weather protected, water sealed. Thompson's Water Seal. Trust the seal.
1: Available at a retailer near you.
2: The sun is out and warm weather is calling. And with bright new designer pieces from Stony Clover Lane for Target, you'll be ready for every spring adventure. Dropping April 2nd, this limited time only collection is filled with candy-colored, customizable accessories, swim, outdoor fun, and more. Mix and match and personalize essentials for wherever you're going. Whether you're headed to the beach or around town, there's never been a better way to express your personal style. Stony Clover Lane for Target drops April 2nd in most Target stores and Target.com for a limited time only.